Welcome back, episode 11. Um, welcome into the studio, everybody. Uh, finally back together. Did you boys do a pod last week without me? Yes, we did. Oh, good stuff. And yeah. how did it go? Pretty good. I think I think I was listening back to it. I think a lot of the predictions we made for the Premier League last week were actually pretty spot on. Yeah. I think if we did on an Acker, it would have been actually quite tasty. I like it. Um in from my left round we've got Reese Boy. How are you, Reese? Yeah, I'm just glad to be back in the office after it two is weeks absent. About three weeks, I had a week off before uh Unbelievable. I, th- I think he had three weeks in the Dominican Republic or something. <laughs> <laughs> Told us it was COVID, but he's he was away. Welcome back, Reese. Um Piercy Boy, how are you? Oh, good, thank you. Missed you at football on Tuesday. Yeah, well, we've only seen it. It's disappointing, actually. You two lads have only turned up once, I think. I mean, Reese, you were twice. Goalkeeping was unbelievable, actually. <laughs> yeah. Piercy, you've only come once, haven't you? Yeah, Tuesdays just aren't, aren't good for me. Busy, busy man. Busy man. <laughs> and then Chappers. How are you, Chappers? Oh, good, Jay. Good to yeah. be back. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, I thought we would start with last week's roundup. I mean, how good was it, first of all, to have the Premier League back? Yeah, I mean, even, sorry, even just watching on the telly, just fan having fans in the ground just made made it so much better to watch. Mm. Um, just like the intensity of the games, and yeah, it was it was class. Chappers, yeah, I thought the uh, the Newcastle West Ham first half kind of epitomised it a bit, didn't it? That was like just it was just so enthralling. Um, and I think yeah, as Tom says, just with I know we kind of experienced it with the um, the EFL. Um, I think when you look at I've been quite critical of the Premier League in the past. Yeah, I'm going to play you some clips in a minute, actually, of yourself. <laughs> yeah. it Is that off. right? When you look at, um, when you just look at the kind of the demise of European football, I mean, it's no longer a surprise. I mean, we're talking about Robert Lewandowski, aren't we? Apparently seeking a new challenge. Does he come over to England? You got it to see? Probably. Um, Reese, it's the best league in the world, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I just, this is the thing. You look at all the, the money issues going around. The, the, the top five leagues at the moment and it just seems like oh well Man City's like well fuck it we'll just throw 250 million quid in the transfer part like why not it, I know money's probably not the best thing to go off but the type of talent that can be pulled in with you know some of the bigger clubs and it's clearly the, the biggest and the best in the world yeah and, and I suppose the one thing that I'd counter that with talking to big clubs is um, the Friday night offer in Brentford Arsenal <laughs> I mean that was sensational wasn't it I mean that was to me everything I'd missed about football Ivan Tony masterclass. Yeah, I mean, there was no real surprise there, was there? No, it was the it was like the least shock, mm. shock, shock result yeah. I've, I've mm. ever I've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why you lot hate on Arsenal so badly. I I agree they're in a little bit of a sticky patch, but class, aren't they? No, not not anymore. Classy club, but the eleven men on the pitch are just. Reece, if, if you've got an owner like Cronky who does put his money where his mouth is with that club, why is it that people moved him into an amazing stadium, commercially very strong, why are you outside protesting against Cronky when you're a Blues fan, for example, and had every asset stripped from the club and can't even open a stand because during the 18 months of COVID, you didn't get it repaired? Like, that's poor ownership. Cronky's not that bad, is he? No, it's not that bad at all. It's just because they're the worst of the six positions in the league. They think they've got something to moan about. And, like, okay, the results haven't been as hopeful as it is, but you've got to look at, like, Liverpool, like, you know, the years where they weren't really in the top four picture and they've climbed back into it. It's all it's all a building project. I, I said in our, in one of our predictions podcasts that I, I believe Arsenal could sneak into the top four. Agree with you, by the way. Yeah, I, 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 I think they'll... St- I don't think they'll... 
like you know smash straight into it but I think like over the year they could easily build into it and I think it's that form stat that from boxing day they've got the second best form in the Premier League behind City yeah, which makes it even weirder to see the likes of Troops and his fake outrage, Dom. I know you were properly, like, it triggered yeah. you on Twitter badly, didn't it? Yeah, it did a bit, yeah. Just, I kind of just think, I mean, we obviously, we know it's it's all kind of for, for show and that. Gets but, paid to do it, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, if he was sat, if, it was, if he was a Wednesday fan and he was doing that in a pub next to you, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd have a word, wouldn't you? I don't know if I would because I'm not. Sh- I couldn't fight my way out of a paper bag. I'd probably just mutter under my breath as I walked out of my bed. But that's probably yeah. about it. I wouldn't have a word. No. He's like. I mean, AFTV is a concept. Absolutely. I, I think it's good what they do. They give fans a voice. But do you think it's done now? AFTV. All of that fan channel. Or do you think it's just the start? Because I watched. Um, I don't know. Did anybody see the Premier League program with Gary Neville? Overlap. I think it was. Oh, called. Yeah. And they had yeah. all the fan TV channels there commenting, and it was a bit cringy at times. And and. I don't know. Is it a thing or isn't it a thing? I mean, they're giving fans a voice, but the problem is a lot of these fan channels end up just becoming celebrities, don't they? So you kind of lose real, genuine interest in what they're saying because, you know, the second you start getting paid for having an opinion, even though you've never played the sport, I mean, you know, we obviously are in a similar position, but we just do it because we love our clubs and love watching football. Um, I know what you mean. It kind of does... Yeah, it, it, like I said, it, it triggered me a little bit because he's essentially what what I see is a guy who's almost, you know, earning a living from the demise of his football club. And that's for me where it kind of, I draw the line a bit. That's always been the big argument, hasn't it, around these fan TV channels that they get miles more viewings when they lose. So is yeah. it a good thing? I, I think it's a bit stale now, actually. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um Saturdays, the the Premier League offering again didn't disappoint on the Saturday. Um, I, I thought it was quite funny watching Leeds um, think there was a bit of hope there and then <laughs> getting absolutely destroyed by Man United. Piercy, was that the best Pogba performance in a Man United shirt for you that we've seen so far? And following on from that, is he like a new signing for United? Because that's how it felt to me. I, I don't think you can say he's a new signing after one game. I think he's got to, you know, do it over a season really hasn't he he's, he's got to perform consistently we've we've seen it in glimpses look last season he you know there was games when he when he was playing off the left and he, he looked class but it's just but not as, consistent enough, as Jay-Z it? said it it looks like he's got his swagger back and he just sort of <laughs> seems to have a bit of swag about him again and, and that's the dangerous Pogba for me yeah. is that one where he's almost nonchalant he's he's a big strong guy um uh Reece, isn't he when he when he he's pushing people off he looks enormous. It's just that the physicality of his game is like, it's top, it's top draw. Like, the fact that they changed the formation, and it, it seems like you think of it, everybody would think that they changed the formation to suit Fernandez, but, you know, Pogba was the main man. As much as Fernandez got the hat trick and, you know, he had the finishing ability, it was all about Pogba with four assists. Like, how many people can you name has had four assists in the Premier League game? That second ball. For that, the second goal was just down the left yeah. channel. Was outrageous. I, I still think the defender looked like he was running in treacle. But he, <laughs> and, and and Greenwood's finishing as well. He's, he, he um, looks magic, doesn't yeah. he? Absolutely magic. Um, the Wolves boys, Dom. Um, again, not the best start. I, they finished really poorly, didn't they? And yeah, they, they've, they've got off to a slow start, albeit one game away at Leicester, who we know just the work that's been done at Leicester. I mean, I continues to amaze me every season, but. Mm. Um, I think Wolves could struggle this year, don't you? I agree. Yeah, I really do. I think there's 
I, I think I said last week, if you offered Wolves fans like 14th or 15th right now, they'd probably snap your hand off. Um, it's interesting you mentioned uh, Leicester, actually. I think there was a poll in the week. I don't know if you saw it, how like fan satisfaction with their owners and Leicester was top with like 95.6% or something like that. They're just a really well-run club. And they're not even like a well-run club who are just kind of content with where they are. They're actually always building year on year, aren't they? And obviously Vardy, you kind of think, oh, this will be the year where he might slow down and then he pops up with a, a goal like that and starts doing the the howl to the Wolves fans, which um, I know Vardy gives it to Alvin a lot, but it did make me chuckle a little bit. Yeah, big fan of Jamie Vardy, clearly. Um, Liverpool, I watched that game as well. I watched quite a bit of football, it seems. Um, I think the weirdest thing I saw that weekend was that game, and it was Klopp now appears to no longer wear the glasses. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's, they've gone. I think he's had laser eye surgery, and it is weird. I, I think you, you can go to... Um from no glasses to glasses, and it's fine. But going the other way around, it's just wrong, isn't it? You can't. I agree. You with can't you. be doing that. They're a part of the furniture with him, and I was weirded out. He's quite that. scary. With that well, one, I think he looks it? older, and he doesn't look yeah. as cool. So, I first thing I would absolutely put a plea out to Jurgen. I know it's not all about me, but if you did want to put your glasses <laughs> back on, that would help. Um, they looked okay. Uh, they're not champions for me, Liverpool this season, Piercy. It's Norwich, isn't it? You, well, but but the thing is, you got to beat what's in front of you. At the end of the day, they um, I mean, I don't know whether, I, I mean, I don't know whether like all their sort of top performers were in well, pre-season. I, yeah, I, I looked through the squad, and and obviously Van Dijk being back is enormous, yeah. uh, and he will grow into it, etc. But for me, if you're playing Oxley Chamberlain. You are not championship contenders. I, I don't rate Alex Oxley Chamberlain at all. I do rate his bird, Piri. She's absolutely <laughs> she's a complete ten out of ten. But Alex yeah. Oxley Chamberlain for me, not a chance. Oh, it's sale with him, I think, a little bit, hasn't it? He's just he's just been injured for too long. And it's, it's pretty much the same sort that stormed the league a couple of seasons ago. That, that right though, back um without Robertson, uh what's he called? T- Tamikas? Oh Timika, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's no good either, is no. he? Um It don't really seem to have I don't know, they just don't really seem to... They lost one album. There's just no depth. No. 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 There's just no depth. I mean, it's all good because they've signed most of the, the main squad. You know, they've been signing new contracts, which is all good. But if you... You know, that it was proven last year when you haven't got anybody that can yeah. really step in and replace. Like, Van Dijk was... That that was, that was wasn't just a bullet hole. That was that was absolutely explode wide open. Like, you know, yeah. it, it was... There was no one to replace him. I mean, like you look at Oxley Chamberlain, like he's not going to step into the shoes that you know that Fabinho or you know Henderson had to do. Like you know, he's not, he's not at that level. Uh, and name another top five, six club that he'd get in the midfield. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't get in Man United. He doesn't get in Chelsea's. He doesn't get in Cities. It just doesn't happen. So for me, they're a, they're a dead thing. I, I'll go to the champions. I thought the performance of the weekend. I, I, I know, man, you you could say, but I think Leeds are relegation fodder. Um, Chelsea for me look the most exciting team in the league I, I think they are absolutely front to back class mm. uh, Piercy you don't look convinced so I, I might throw it to you first <laughs> no I, I agree that they do look really good but it was against Palace I don't think you can read too much into that can you with like Patrick Vieira first game it's a new centre back partnership you can't you can't say they're they're going to storm the league now because because they beat 
I, I give you that, but I look across that squad and you go all the way. I think the keeper's good, by the way. Um, Andy, uh, yeah. yeah, I think he's decent. Their back three is very good. Um, Alonso rolling back the years. Aspilicueta the same. Jorginho, Mount, Werner. It's great to see Werner. I think he's going to do bits this year. I said that last <laughs> year. But then you go onto the bench and we talked about strength and depth. Reese James, Kurt Zuma, Thiago Silva, um, Chilwell. I mean, how's Chilwell not getting a game? I mean, he will come back, but yeah. that's strength and depth, isn't it, Dom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, I don't particularly like Chelsea as a club, um, but I would like to see them serve it up to Man City this season just for you know an edge of... Obviously, I think, yeah, like you say, I, I, I think Man United, those kind of midweek nights in December, January, February, we'll see what they're made of. I would probably favour Chelsea to be ahead of Man United at the end of the season. Um, and I think, like you say, if Werner could hit a bandor with a banjo, and if he does go on to do it this he will. season, he will. And I think I think Chelsea obviously have got an exciting season ahead. I really rate Havertz as well. He didn't even get off the bench, don't yeah. think, did he? I don't think he did, no. But he was I, Chelsea. He got like 10 minutes at the end. 10 minutes at the end, yeah. 10 minutes at the end. He didn't they, get any US they points. Could be, they could be a big player this year. I thought we'd go to you um, first, Reese, for reaction of Villa's... Um, it was an insipid performance, really, wasn't it? it? it you, you can just tell that... I, I've always said this about Dean Smith, and I, I will keep saying it, is that he builds his teams around one player. When he was at Brentford, it was all about Yatta. When he was at Villa, it was all about Grealish. And you can see that whole system is starting to crumble because of Grealish not being there. There was no no creative outlet in the slightest. Are they down this year, Reese? I, I don't want to say down. I don't think it will be... I don't think they'll progress. You know, all these targets of Europa League football. And that's not a dig at you, Tom. I know you're a Villa fan. <laughs> that's not a dig at you in the slightest. But I I just don't see Europa League football being being a, a realistic target. I think where you finished last season is a fair target to aim for again. Hmm. I think top 10. They want top 10, don't they? Yeah, I, think, I think top 10 is achievable. And Smith, Smith needs to start mm. getting Villa... Like, because he spent a lot of money, Dean Smith, and uh, obviously, I know Villa fans are the first to say, like, if we don't start really kind of at least showing signs of progression, you know, stayed up on the last game of the season, uh, a whole well, the rest of the season was behind closed doors. You don't look too much into it. You just got to keep yourself in the league. But the second Grealish got injured last season, my God, they just crumbled, didn't they? And I, I think there's a good balance to Villa this year. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would not say that they'll be near the uh, the relegation zone, but. And- it At was, least top 10. And it was the same in the championship. You know, when the, the, the only reason they went up that season was he came back. Yeah. You know, I still put it down to the reason we lost that last second City derby was because Jack Grealish came back. If Jack Grealish wasn't in that squad, I reckon we could have beaten that day. Uh, Piercy, is there a chance that one of the two lads' teams sat around this table, West Brom or Birmingham, <laughs> could replace you in the Prem this season, next season? Uh, are you guys in trouble or like these two? Do you no. think you're fine? No, I think we're fine. I, I don't think I'm gonna, I wouldn't read too much into. Um, because Watford, Watford are going to be, they're going to be right down there, aren't they? Yeah, but the thing is, Watford returned pre-season in June. While the while the while Tyrone Mings was still, you know, in the, Engli- in the England camp, Europe, what, what, Watford Watford were already back at pre-season, and Villa had a proper, you know, like a disjointed pre-season as well with injuries and you know, COVID cancelling games and players not while having to quarantine. You've had best a poor. You had a really poor preseason as well. Didn't yeah, you? so it's like like Jack Greek, like best player leaving, John Terry leaving, Richard O'Kelly, the other assistant manager leaving. It just, it was. I, th- I think it's going to be a few weeks before we see um, the real Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, how excited are you, Percy, to be going tomorrow? 
Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, I just it's been it's been far too long. I um thing is football's just like it's the escapism, is, is isn't it? I, I, Being, um, it's back. incredible. Yeah. I I, um, I went to Wednesday and I've been twice out of the three games, uh, one preseason, one in the league. And you're absolutely right. For 90 minutes, you completely switch off yep. to anything bar the football. And not like even watching it at home when you got your phone out. Mm. It's immense. And uh, yeah, you're going to have a great day. Yeah, and, it's, and, um, it's all an all dayer as well. Which oh, is, he's um, on a Leo Sayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah. out. Um, and Dom. You're going to Blackburn tomorrow. Yeah, buzzing. Really excited. First, uh, not just first away game, first game since um, November 2019. Excellent. So, yeah, uh, Holloway. I saw us win at Hull uh, 1-0. And obviously, that was a nice way to go out. If I'd have known then that it would have been nearly two years since I saw my team play. No, sort of, yeah, just just short of two years. Plenty, so, plenty follow you up there to Blackburn? Uh, I'd imagine so. I think um, I, I think that they were allocated about 3,000. There was still about uh, a few hundred left, so I reckon there'll be a good 2.5k there tomorrow, which, uh, yeah, not, not, not the worst sort of following. I mean, they brought obviously a load down to, to Bournemouth the other week, and um, uh, it's a Saturday 3 o'clock game, so you want to at least have a good 2.5k there, don't you? I like Blackburn away as well. Good stand. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's a proper old yeah. school stand. Um, the, there's, the only problem is they don't have many fans at their side, no. so it's not... No, not the, the pies are wicked at yeah. Blackburn as well. Yeah. I thought you were going to slag them off then. Something no, like they, um, they are <laughs> top <laughs> class. Do you yeah. know the best pies in England were at Agbra? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most expensive as well. £5.50, but it, it's not a pie. It's, it's a like a sh- yes, pie. a shepherd's pie. Yeah. It's worth it. 100% worth it. He um the fella died, didn't he? That he owned did, it. Yeah, yeah. He's passed yeah. on to his daughter or something. But um, it, yeah. yeah, without doubt, Kidderminster. I don't know if it's just because we're local, but insane pies. What yeah. pie do you go for then when you go to the football? I mean, I'm a Balti pie. If oh I've really? Got it. Yeah, it's quite a Midlands one. That it's steak and uh, meat. Steak and ale. Yeah, steak yeah, and yeah. ale for me. Yeah. Yeah. Put meat and potato, Reese, or chicken. It'd probably be meat for yeah, meat and potato for me. Yeah. Uh, it used to be chicken Balti. Yeah. It's something they do at Villa Park as well, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Puck, chick, chicken parties, puck a pie. Can't, can't <laughs> Talk, talking of puck a pies, I think one of the funny things Blues admin did on Twitter was one one of the things at the Blues that was a big thing was we'd got rid of puck a pies. We'd ended up with this cheap crap that, you know, they were still charging the same price for. Lovely. Um, and they Sounds like football clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they announced on Twitter that they'd re-signed with puck a pies and made it a massive big transfer sign. It was Class. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, we'll drop down a couple of divisions. Well, we'll drop one initially just to go around our teams. Um, Dom, you must be pleased with how Albion have started. Yeah, good start. Um, I was a little bit, and I was a little bit disappointed they didn't beat Bournemouth because I thought they were the better team on the first game. Um, I obviously was at a wedding last Saturday, so I could only kind of go off goal notifications. But it sounded like at three in the lap, I think we just took our foot off the gas. A late, little bit. late goal, wasn't it? Ninety plus eight or something. Yeah, something like that. Which you know, it's kind of a bit of a tepid way to go out. You know, when, when you're in such a commanding position, but then obviously to beat um, to beat Sheffield United, you know, a fellow team who came down. Get well, in. I have to say, by the way, I was literally looking at the odds for Sheffield United to go up. Uh, the day before, twenty-three to ten, just to get promoted. I mean, that is a terrible price. They are rancid this season. Yeah, it no could go chance. down. Could, could, go, could down. go down. Yeah, yeah. and I think Albion and, and Fulham. It's, it's it's frustrating because we we already look leagues above everyone else at the moment. Uh, which Premier League fans? That won't by be the way with. is a shout. You look leagues above after 
two and a bit, three games. No way. Um, <laughs> I'm not having that. Uh, Borough have started well. Bournemouth have started well. Yeah, Bournemouth, I think, will be there. They beat Blues in the week, didn't they? And um, obviously, but they've got a lot of young players. They had a few players missing when they played us. Um, but you wouldn't know. Who's, oh, Scott Parker, the manager, I think, yeah. at Fulham. Yeah, yeah. so you, you know, he's got promotion history, hasn't he? So you wouldn't overlook them. It's their defence that worries me a little bit. Because mm. they've got the centre-back pairing, they're, they're kids, they're 22 and 20 years old. Very young, there's, yeah. There's mistakes. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, they could be they could be classed together, you know, they could form a really strong partnership, but at that age, mm. you need someone with a bit more experience next year to, to, to get you through, your, you know, your first, like, yeah. first real glimpses of, of first-team football. And I think having two kids at that age, as, as your heart of defence is... is it's very brave. And you don't win anything with kids, as we know. As we know. Um, <laughs> who's who's, who's Was that Alan Hansen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reese, uh, please. I mean, you must be pleased with Bruce. Oh, I'll be honest. I, I went and watched that. That was the last thing I did before I went into isolation was um, watch Blues Sheffield United in the pub. And it was absolutely brilliant. It was one of that. The Chung, the, the guy Chung from United, is one of the most exciting players I've ever seen in a Birmingham City shirt, full stop. Really? He He's that good. He's been played in a, in a position because he's usually a winger. We've been playing him as like an attacking midfielder. He just absolutely busses it. He's so exciting. It's great when you get a good loan. You know, when you're in our tin pot divisions, you get sent <laughs> all these players, don't you? Yeah. I remember we had Agbonlahor on loan once yeah. at Hillsborough. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we had, we've had all sorts there. And Jay Bothroyd, do you remember Jay yeah. Bothroyd? Yeah, yeah, remember uh, him, yeah. Yeah, he came on loan. We've had them all. Who's uh, your favourite loan player of all time? Kenwin Jones f- literally fired us to promotion. I went I went away to Port Vale. We were 1-0 down. We won 2-1. Jones scored both. Away end went mental. Half of the home end went mental because we had all of that. It was <laughs> chaos. The scenes outside were unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, Kenwin Jones, my favourite ever loan signing. Biggest, biggest, I was going to say biggest pitch in England, Port Vale. I can believe it. And the weirdest, the, the weirdest fans, <laughs> like the fans at like the one side, yeah. they move ends. So they'll they'll all sit at the end they're attacking. Yeah. Then they swap around at half time and they all move to the other end. Yeah. Sounds, bu- sounds proper non-league. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre. Um, we, we better dip into the uh, to League One, which is painful to say, but Wednesday doing as I thought they would, going to absolute this rip. Rip this new uh, this league a new one. It's, Two um, derby wins recently. Yeah, Rotherham uh, Saturday. So we've done Doncaster. Doncaster. We've um, drawn with Charlton. You know we we're going well. Um, you see the goal up you? No, clean sheets all round. The, the kid in nets from Burnley Peacock. Um, he's, he's Peacock Farrell. Oh, yeah. he's unbelievable. Is he a Wednesday. Yeah, he's yeah. unbelievable. He's really? on loan at Wednesday. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's a Premier League keeper. Unbelievable. Leeds yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. A couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Seriously, yeah. he he's different gravy. Then we've got this lad from Everton um, who we've signed permanently. Dead. Uh, Dennis Adrian he is levels we've got Lewis Wing from Middlesbrough we've literally signed everyone uh, Gregory starting to uh, gel I fancy us I think it's a 100 plus um, point season for Wednesday and I think we'll swap places with Sheffield United that's yeah. my prediction um, and I'll stick to it are the Owls faithful happy with Big Dave then yeah they love him yeah. They love him. He's, Great bloke isn't he yeah just a nice fella isn't he and um, yeah. comes across really nicely seems humble so yeah, big things happening. You've got Albion support. We all love to see Big Dave do well. So and Chris Brunt with us and well, you. Yeah, yeah. And we've we've kind of got a nice little thing going on there. We're a bit yeah. of a feeder club for you. And you're you a are a yeah. For us. There's, there's, there's a um, there was a I think Brunty was on the pitch at halftime. He's yeah. a legend, isn't he? Great bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Top yeah. man. Top man. Um, saw the Neil Warnock um, video this week. Well, I saw it last week. I mean, it's exceptional, isn't it? 
It's absolutely exceptional. Walking around with yeah. a bum bag is exceptional anyway. He watched an under-23 games I saw yesterday. He was giving the ref loads of jib. Um, <laughs> but he's got a bum bag on, and inside his bum bag, he's got pictures of himself, and he's written on it, um, what, what does he say? Best of luck. Best of luck. Best, yeah, of, yeah. best of luck. And he hands it out to fans. Reese, that's the biggest flex from a Premier League uh, or, you know, former Premier League manager going, isn't it? A bum bag with your own picture. He's just old school. He's just so classy. Like, I, I've, I've, my dad's not the biggest football fan in the world, but he absolutely loves Neil Warnock just because he's old school. Yeah. You can imagine him sort of saying in pre-season, hey, lads, get your, ge- get your jeans off, get your shorts off, let's get out to the woods and do some laps and all that. Yeah. You can just imagine it, can't you? Very militant style of yeah. training, you can imagine. He's got some gaff down in um, Cornwall, I think. It's he's got his nine-hole yeah. golf course on it, and that's he where must, he takes them on. He must do some miles, I mean, like Middlesbrough, and he, and he, like you say, he's based Devon or Cornwall way, one of them. That's, that's a long jaunt, that. It's a flight, isn't it? Especially for his age, because he's got to be got to be in his boy. Certainly in his seventies, yeah. isn't he yeah, now? I think he's in his seventies. Yeah. So, well, no. what do you think Pep carries around with him? Uh, do you think he's got a bum bag? Piece not a comb. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, do you think he's got a bum bag, or do you think he's a bit too modern day? No, um, he's got like a man bag, hasn't he? Like yeah. one of those. No, I don't even think. I, I don't know. Probably, he probably is too narcissistic even to to carry. Anything, yeah. He always wears the same thing, though, doesn't he? Like that black kind of. I'm off it. You know when the uh, well, I saw when Spurs Man City was on. You know they do the lineups. Yeah. And Pep's in a pair of ripped jeans and a t-shirt, and I'm just like, that's not okay, is it? No. Stick a bit of club merch on. Yeah. You're on a lot of money. Yeah. You you either go tracksuit or or suit. Or suit. Yeah. 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 Don't don't mug us off with like Saturday night out clobber. Yeah. The Wenger coat's iconic, isn't it? Like no one else can do the Wenger coat, yeah. can they? Nor should they ever again. Nor should they ever again. Yeah, him Sleeping and him, him and Arteta, they're just like ASOS models, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Just Hector Bellerin as well. He I mean he's we talk we talk about Patrick Bamford, like oh. about bedwetters. Hector Bellerin's a bedwetter, but I know you're not really a Bamford fan, are you? No, I can't stand the bloke, and he's got a new five year contract with Leeds. I, I actually quite like him when I listen to him. He's very articulate. Yeah, is um, it private yeah. private school? He just like a posh, posh boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's just not your, your, you know, your standard footballer, is he? Yeah. No, um, I suppose we've got to get on to the the sort of big news. Um, Kane, does he stay or does he go? Could he come back from not going? Um, I'll sort of hand over, I suppose, to you, Dom. First, does Kane go if he doesn't play this weekend? Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't go. I would not be surprised if he doesn't go. Um, on the basis of what? What makes you think that? I don't know. I just I think because Man City, Man City surely imagine being Pep Guardiola and going to the Man City owners and saying, "I've just spent 100 million on Grealish. Oh, by the way, I want another 160 million for Harry Kane." Even though it was clearly obvious that the position that Man City needed to fill in was a number nine because they lost Aguero and Jesus, as we probably all know, is for me just not good enough. He's hot and cold. Yeah, he's not going to get you. 25 goals though is he a season Harry Kane clearly has done it year on year so I, I would you know like to be a fly on the wall when Pep Guardiola has to have you know that conversation with the, um, the city owners I just I, I can't see them reinvesting another 160 million pounds into a player it's just, it's, like, even for Man City that's a lot of money and Tottenham fans would welcome, welcome him back with open arms of course they would do you think they would um, Reese, I'll go to you would Put it this way, if that was a Blues player, kind of, let's be honest, he's refused to train, hasn't he? And he's refused to play. That's, to me, we're going to get that eventually. Um, 
I couldn't see him back at Hillsborough if it was a Wednesday player. I'd say no, it doesn't matter. No one's bigger than the club. Uh, do, could he come back, Reese? No. Uh, he, he probably would have had his windows brick going now if he was a Blues player, let's be honest. But yeah. No, I, I think after all the time that he's been away, like obviously, you know, all this stuff about gentlemen's agreement. If you have an agreement, you get it in paper, you get it in writing. You don't you don't just shake hands, move on, and Fact. Then it never happens. Like, let's be honest, we don't live in that type of world anymore. That's With all those happen. millions at stake and yeah. multi millions, no, it's yeah. not a gentleman's agreement. No. Nonsense. It's never. It's never. I, I don't think he can come back. I think you've got to go. Now you've forced the issue to the point where it is now being discussed in a podcast room. You've got to go. Thing is, like, it's not down to Kane, though, is it? I've I've seen people slate Levy for not accepting uh, like 125 million. Why should he? If he wants 150 million, why should he bend over? I think, I think that's fair enough. Like, you know, obviously you know what you want, and that's fair enough. But it's not really setting a great message for the rest of the squad because if you do well in a Tottenham team that's doing average, you ain't going anywhere. And you know what? That's why some players, you know, the amount of rejection they've had over the summer from some players, that might be the way it's coming across. Like. Well, if I do well here, I ain't going to get another step up to another club, so why would I go there? Yeah, you're locked in. Mm. The thing is, it, Harry Kane provides, what, 50 goals a season? Yeah. For for Spurs. You, you know, you're not replacing that for, like... Deli Alley? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Deli Alley's hair? Yes. He's become a Fortnite meme, hasn't he now? Yeah. <laughs> like... He's, what happened to that guy? I mean, he, he should have been a very, very... Doesn't um, want it. No. Nah. Got rich, didn't want it. Yeah. End of story, isn't it? It's, it's too like late for England now. Is it? <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> <laughs> Got rich, gave up. There we go. It's too late. For, but like, he, he should have been in, you know, the England conversation. Like, say we're talking, you know, 2015, 16. He's so far, so off far it. away. It, uh, like, yeah. you could write down a list of midfielders now uh, on a side of A4, like 50 of them. Ali wouldn't come anywhere near, would he, no. for no. England? No. Miles away. Shame that. Same, like, as Lingard, just. Yeah. Oh. It, is, it is mental though. If you if you said this a few years ago, sort of 2016, 2017, you'd have thought England would have been building their team around him, Harry Kane. There's certain characters, isn't there, Piercy, where you, you they have to be hungry. Well, you no, know, no. Uh, anybody really in football, if you don't if you don't have the right attitude, I don't, you're not you're not gonna yeah. make it, are you? No, true. And and he must have had the attitude to get there in the first place. But it's just. Yeah. Money, isn't it? It changes everything for everybody yeah. at some point in their lives. Um, Deep. <laughs> yeah. Let's go into that. Separate the, men, separate the men from the boys, though, don't you? Like, you, know, you know who's really just in it for a bit of a payday. Look I mean, at Teng, Tenganga. Yeah. Uh, right back, or whatever it was, against Grealish um, and Sterling. By the way, those two in that team, Sterling and Grealish, does not work. No. Did you see how close they got to each other on about 20 occasions? Mm. Grealish is like going out to occupy that space. Sterling's like, fuck off, mate. This is my <laughs> space. Yeah. So Grealish drops deep, drops across the line. They're going to have to work that out. For me, the writing's on the wall. Sterling, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an interesting topic uh, in the week. I, I actually laughed when I saw the question. I think they were discussing it on the kickoff. Uh, and it was, who's the better player, Kevin De Bruyne or Bruno Fernandes? Now, for me, this is just so... It's easy. not even a question. Yeah. KDB. Yeah. Yeah. Reese. Yeah, it's KDB. Yeah. I just, like, I was amazed they were discussing it. Yeah, it's, it's not a discussion point. Is he just not, like, head and shoulders above anyone else in the Premier In the league? whole league, yeah. 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 Um, would it be an interesting offer if Sterling was offered Piercy with, uh, for the Harry Kane deal? So, you give Sterling and 20 mil... 
Sterling and 20 mil? For Kane? Fucking hell, no chance. No chance. Although Sterling's valuation must have gone up after Euro. He'd 20. be a hundred million player, wouldn't he, Sterling? Yeah. I think after Euro, you're the oh, Euro. What do you think he is, Percy? I don't know. How old is he now? About 20, 27? He's got to be. 27, 28. Yeah. I mean, in the modern day, that's so the thing he probably is. That's what is, I'm saying. He? He's, he, tell me he's less than 80, Grealish 90. Or, yeah. I don't think he is. I, 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 see, I don't rate him that much, though. Mm. I don't. His, his stats are great. He does. He scores. Last season, he was really, really poor. Mm. But, yeah, the Euros. Because I, I don't even think he was that good in the Euros. He was just mm. there there at the right time do you know mm. what I mean that's a skill in itself though yeah. Piercy um, we watched we spoke about it earlier a little bit Man United um, whilst we were in the City of Manchester uh, versus Leeds Leeds looked awful they didn't didn't learn the lessons from last season did they got absolutely trounced at Old Trafford last season Yeah, turned up and same things happened it's funny, isn't it, how important it is to the Leeds fans as well. Like yeah. I saw to the fights outside. Twitter was mad with like <laughs> yeah. fighting and all that stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. And they got battered. Do you think Man United just need to pick a rival and choose it rather than Fair, like, I think it's more Leeds sort of I don't think I mean the world care a little bit, but it's mainly Leeds hate United and then Yeah, but we all we all no one thing. really likes Man United, do no, we? Like, I, they won everything. I, I, I'm a bit sort of I don't mind anymore. Not anymore, no, because no, they don't win anything. They don't win but anything. But you know when they start, Leeds started bringing like the Munich stuff into it quite oh, regularly yeah, and all that. Yeah, that's where that. that needle comes from, rightly so. But I yeah. think Man U twice a year are like, oh yeah, they're rivals. But the rest of the time, I think they're like, nah, who are yeah. they? Liverpool Liverpool, and City are the ones, aren't they, for Man U? It can't yeah. be like a battle of the roses thing either because like, you wouldn't get Sheffield Wednesday against Man City. Like That wouldn't be <laughs> no, volatile, would it? Not at all. You're probably a bigger club than Man City. Ati Newhu scored an absolute great goal away at Man City. I remember we went 1-0 yeah, up. Yeah, I do um, remember that, yeah. That day I thought, we're going to do this. Half-time, 1-0 up. Yeah, we got beaten 2-1. <laughs> but still, that's the Wednesday way. Um, so, do Leeds go down, Dom, yes or no? Uh, no, I think they'll have... I think the home form will be too good. And P- I think they will get away wins here and there. Piercy, do Leeds go up? Uh, sorry, do Leeds go down? No, I think I, I think Bielsa's too good of a manager to... To get relegated, I think it's a myth, but I come back to that. And then Reese, do they go? Do they no, go down? I, I, I think Bielsa's got it. I, I, I just think it's it was just a shit shit draw to our first game of the season. Um, you met Bielsa? Yeah, you? met him the other week at Hillsborough. He's the most miserable man <laughs> I've ever met in my life. Um, Can he speak English? Is that all? I think act? it's all a yeah, it's an act. It's like yeah. Potch. You remember Potch yeah. could speak yeah, fluently yeah. for about three years, but always used to bring his little interpreter. Canelo does it as well. He's like, he's got a translator there. Exactly. And then when somebody who was it stormed in, he was like, "Fuck you, yeah, man! Yeah, fuck exactly. you!" <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're looking down the Premier League. Um, who are we rounding up as going down? So Burnley looked to me like they've got a big problem this season. Lack yeah. of firepower. Thing is, yeah. it's this. We say you say this every like every. They always season. start no, I'm, I'm, slow. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying you, Jane, but we. Everyone says this every single season. Oh, Burnley going to go down. They'll start poorly, and then they'll pick up some results around Christmas. You know, they'll beat like United or yeah. Liverpool. Beat, beat one of the big six. Go and get a couple of away like draws. Yeah. like Tottenham away, Villa and the, away, and, and then then the safe by sort of end of April. April yeah. D- does that make Sean Dyche one of the best managers in the league? I think he yeah. has to be in the conversation, given yeah. the finance at Burnley and the firepower they've got there. Greatest um, voice as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daishi's got to be up there. I think, like, if it, you know, if we've, I'm obviously very happy with the manager we've got, but if you offered me... I couldn't name uh, him. I, he was at Barnsley last season. I couldn't name him. Yeah, French. Ishmael. 
Yeah. I don't know where he came from before Barnsley, to be honest. Crazy. Yeah, I think he was he was in the German league. Yeah. German league, yeah. Uh, Just Bundesliga. <laughs> Did, <laughs> so, so if um, if, if Burnley are going to be okay... I think Newcastle and Southampton, yeah, and even Crystal Palace. Ha- they, all three of those this season what have about, to be. So you don't think Watford? You yeah, don't what, think? Yeah, Watford and Norwich. 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 I, I mean, think Brentford will be fine. I think they'll be my dark horses for the season. Yeah. I think Brentford might get Europe. You reckon? Yeah. You reckon? Oh, I, I, they the, play that system. It the, doesn't matter. You could manage them. The, and they're so well set up. And it's been for everything. years. I, I listened to a documentary or listened to a podcast about it. They basically just run stats. Yeah. And if you lose three 0 it's fine as long as the stats are what you expected, because eventually they say the stats will all tally up and you'll win. Yeah. Like, so did we have 20 shots on target? Did each player run more than 5K? You know, all this stuff, they plug it in. Yeah, we lost 4-0, but we believe in the process and that yeah. will turn. Yeah. Unbelievable. And the guy, Thomas Frank, wasn't he like the assistant coach? Assistant to Dean, to Dean Smith. Yeah. To Dean Smith. So like, it's obviously not about the quality of manager there, really, even though he's obviously done a, a good job to get them where it's they are. It's all about the process. It's all about the process, it, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, a built-in sort of system, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, under sevens all the way up, they reckon. And then they yeah. scrapped. They've now scrapped under 18s, haven't yeah. they? Mm. They've just got a B team, Just a they? B team. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. They're, they're, I suppose the interesting thing will be when people start to copy what they're doing and that competitive edge will disappear. I mean, Blues looked to, to copy that, didn't they? Yeah, um, they tried it. Everybody moaned about it. I don't up. think they did it. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, happening with the stadium? <laughs> it, it, it's just right at the top. That's literally it. From from what I know, it's it's beams on the, the bottom. So there's two parts of the stands. There's obviously the top part and the bottom part. Top part is fine. The bottom part is where the problem is. And they've got to get under to the bottom of it to, to repair it. But because when they built it, they left all the rubble and everything under it, it's caused problems over the years. And now it's going to take... They've got to send blokes down in, like, breathing apparatuses to get down there to repair it. I'm amazed it wasn't done... It's not. It's almost like you wish we'd had a period where you couldn't go to. I know exactly. Was this not the? Was that not like a blessing in disguise? COVID for that exact case. That's the thing. Like the the guy. Obviously, uh, anybody who talks about Dung, who who was the chairman at the time, not one Birmingham City fan could give you a good reason why you know when he was chairman, what he'd done well as chairman, because he kept telling people instead of getting the stand fixed, we were going to have a new ground. And if the rumor and the rumors for ages was he was going to get rid of St Andrews and we were going to move into the Abbey Stadium, and that just he's done you up like a kipper there, Reese. Yep. So yep. when he is it? When did I hear November? Yeah, it's been it's been it's been a good nearly over a year now since we have had trouble with the stand. Yeah. So when can the, you go back in? To uh, that stand? I, well, apparently it was meant to be obviously September. I don't think that's going to be the case. It's going to be a case of they they have to fix joint by joint by joint, oh and so it will be st- uh, the stands will be open bit by bit by bit by bit. It will never be the whole stand opens. Mm. It'll be bit by bit by bit. So we won't have a full capacity ground till at least next year. I don't think. You never do. You never do anyway. Unless yeah, the villa, say, <laughs> unless the villa are in town. Yeah, unless <laughs> villa are there, don't worry about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, you lads are carrying on. I've got to go and, and jump on another work call, but um, cracking to see you boys and uh, keep up the good work. Jamie. Yes, Jamie. All the best, mate. We'll, uh, we'll move on to our Uber Eats Weekly 7 predictions then, shall we, lads, for the uh, upcoming weekend of football. Get playing, weekly7game.com. £5 free Uber Eats voucher just for playing. I know we kind of rattled these off um, 
in the Ultimate Fan Fix podcast. Obviously, make sure to get playing Ultimate Fan this weekend. Subscribe uh, to access all of our exclusive content. Uh, Liverpool Burnley. Who did I come to for this game? In the, it might be you, Tom. Yeah, it was Reese. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty straightforward anyway. But we'll start with you, mate. I, I, I just Burnley have just got a weird record against Liverpool. Like you know, they just always seem to knock them about and give them a bit of a bit of a worry because you know Burnley are a very physical team, a very straight ball team. Like you know, they don't pass it about or anything. It's just literally get it upfield and mm-hmm. kind of hope for the best. Which you know, Liverpool when I'm not saying Burnley are bad set up. It's just when Liverpool play those type of teams, they just seem to struggle. So I wouldn't be surprised if if Burnley managed to. Shit house a drawer here, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I can see Burnley scoring. Um, I would, I would maybe just give the edge to Liverpool. Uh, but Reese uh, goes for a draw. What one one? One one. Yeah, I'll go one one. Uh, I'll have the next one, Tom, because I know uh, it's Villa, and I think uh, Reese answered this one uh, yeah. on the podcast the other day. So I think Villa will win. I think Newcastle have got some very, very serious problems this year. Um, given particularly the just the manner of their capitulation against West Ham, like three yeah. goals in like what was it, ten minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes, something like that. That second half, they were so bad. Yeah. Just didn't do anything. Did Far they? too easy. And another could be another sort of claret and blue massacre here uh, for for Steve Bruce's men. So uh, I'm going to go two nil Villa. Um, Tom Palace against Brentford. Oh, this is a tough one because. Um, if it was beyond closed doors, I'd probably I'd I'd go for Brentford, but Selhurst Park is um, you know can, I, can have a proper decent atmosphere, can't it? Um, <laughs> when they've got all them blokes in the black t-shirts, do you think it's that intimidating? Because I just think it's like it's about fifty blokes just you know jumping up and down. Uh, the rest of the stadium's quiet. Yeah, it's that, just that one stand, isn't it? It's just the one stand. Yeah. What what they I think. Was, they went to put them in the middle or something, or, or they, they they disregarded them for a, a short, a very short spell, didn't they? I can't remember. Um, and then I think they brought them back, or yeah. they might have put them on the upper tier or something <laughs> like that. Um, I don't know why, because obviously it's not particularly a scene at an English ground that you get. I know I think Man United have got one. I know Celtic have got a you know a sort yeah. of a singing stadium, and, and safe standing. Luckily, is something that's becoming you know more prominent in British yeah. football. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been before. It's literally just yeah. When it's European, it's kind of cool. But when it's in England, you just think <laughs> yeah. a little bit cringy. Yeah. Um, but you think the atmosphere will uh, will benefit Patrick Vieira and his side here? Yeah, I mean, I think home advantages will play a part. Yeah, for, especially the first, first couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go for a draw. Mm-hmm. One one one. Yeah, I think both teams would be happy with the draw. Yeah. I think Brentford would. Keep their you know unbeaten record intact. Two London derbies to kickstart their yeah, I mean, campaign. I mean, if you said to them four before b- b- before the season started, you got four points from Arsenal and Palace, they'd be yeah absolutely buzzing. Snap your hand off, wouldn't they? Uh, Leeds United against Everton. Reese, I'm probably going to go for a draw here as well. I, I think Leeds United will just they'll 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 bounce back straight away. Just. Everton, you know, it, it took them a while to get going against Southampton. And I mean, we, we know Southampton uh, this year, you know, especially with the, the, the out players that, that, that are going. They're not 
not really the strongest team in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not in the league, but just not not as strong as they were last year. I think I think a draw is probably probably uh, probably a fair fair result. I'll, I'll go with a one or draw. Yeah, I think Tom called one one. And I actually agree. I think I think this has got one one written all over it. Leeds against Everton, uh, Man City against Norwich. We give Pep Guardiola a bit of a hard time uh, on this show, and uh, sometimes justified. But I would be amazed if this is anything other than three nil at least. At yeah. least, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go four nil. I just think. Uh, Surely Man City will have too much for, for Norwich here and uh, if this is anything other than a straightforward victory for, for Man City then it could be alarm bells and maybe they they will be getting the checkbook out for uh, Harry Kane uh, sooner rather than later. Um, Tom Brightford, uh, Brighton, I should say, against Watford. You shafted me with these two games. I know, they're quite two <laughs> tough, yeah. tough encounters, aren't they? This is the evening, I think it's the half-five half game. Half-five, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I don't think I'll be tuning in to watch this one, to be honest. Um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh my god! Um, I don't think Watford. I mean, they'll, they'll be full of confidence, but they didn't look great at the back, especially for the last twenty minutes. Um, Brighton actually managed to score last week as well. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two-one Brighton. Yeah. Two-one Brighton. Uh, home win at the Amex for Tom uh, Reese Southampton against Manchester United. Actually, not it for me straight away. It, 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 honestly, the performance at Old Trafford was just mesmerising to watch. Especially like you know the, the second half annihilation was just it was just nice to watch. And you know Southampton, as I said earlier, they've they've lost quite a few about you know key players. I think losing Vestergaard at the back is quite a big one. I just think they're going to struggle. I mean, they've sorted out the firepower. They've got a re- you know they've they've took a chance with a replacement in Armstrong, but. You know, it, it, there's someone like Danny Ings who's so prolific in front of goal, as as, as Villa fans will, will, will soon find out. You know, I, I don't think I don't think they'll they'll really do anything against you know a United United team that will likely have Varane in the starting lineup as it is. Mm-hmm. I just think they're going to be too strong for him. I, I think this could be three 0 United. I think they could absolutely smash him out the park here. Yeah, I think Salamander are in a bit of bit of danger uh, this season. Wolves against Tottenham uh, again, another side. I just don't really get much confidence from Wolves this season really I know obviously Jimenez is back but I just think the spine of the Wolves team when they were kind of at their you know their height under under Nuno a couple of years ago when you know no one wanted to go to Molyneux yeah. did they uh, I don't particularly think off the basis of last week that Tottenham will be too concerned but I do think as Tom says um, that, that home advantage is, is going to be key uh, in these kind of opening weeks so I'll give Wolves the uh, the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw uh, well, with, with with Wolves like I've seen um, yeah. Bruno Lager Lars what I, I, I pronounce it say that mm-hmm. he's got 15 senior players training yeah at the minute yeah. if they don't sort that out if they don't bring a few players in then mm. yeah, as, we, as we were saying earlier it could be a Long old season for them. Could be a long season for them, yeah. yeah. Um, very strange, just yeah. The, the kind of the you know the the manager leaving obviously last season and and, and players like Doherty and Jota going and uh, you know for a side that seems to you know appear to have so much in the way of you know decent recruitment, particularly from their championship days, it just seems polar opposite to that now, doesn't it? So um, yeah, obviously Wolves fans will uh, I think. 
as, as we said earlier, we'll, we'll just be happy to kind of sit that lower, lower mid-table yeah. uh, area of the Premier League this season. Uh, Arsenal against Chelsea, Tom. Chelsea all day long. Um, yeah, they they do they do look strong this season as, as we were on about earlier. And Arsenal <laughs> talk about home advantage. The Emirates isn't exactly the uh, <laughs> cauldron of noise that you'd, no. you'd be sort of scared to scared to go to. Although you can um, you can you can envisage them. I think to be fair to Arsenal, they they're always up for it at home, particularly against one of the bigger teams. Yeah. But it's kind of. They if, have to be on the front foot. Yeah, I was just about to say, if they start slowly, that first sort of 10, 15 minutes... If Chelsea go one the up after yeah. 10 minutes, then I yeah. think they're in for a long I think, time. I, I, I think Arteta will, will struggle this season with having fans... Yeah, on his side. Uh, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 Chelsea. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, and I think the last one... Uh, I, I was going to say, we've <laughs> only got it's nine games. Monday night, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Reese, uh, West Ham against Leicester. I think this could be... I know I've said draw for most of my predictions, but I, I think this could be a draw as well. Um, you know, Leicester, Leicester, you know, Wolves really... I think there were positives to take from the Wolves' performance against Leicester, and Leicester really had to grind it out to get a result. Uh, West Ham as well, you know, they took an early scare against Newcastle, and, you know, they came back with it, and they've got the quality in the team, you know. Jared Bowen, and, you know, they've managed to turn Mikel Antonio into someone who nobody would worry about to suddenly now teams are like, okay, actually he does actually get a, you know, get a, give him a chance in front of goal. He will take it. Mm. And I think, you know, that's why I think it'd be a draw. I, I think it'll be a bit more exciting than one, one though. I'll go with a two, two draw. Yeah. I think that's game of the weekend, by the way. Yeah. West Ham. The only, the only disappointing thing is that it's been playing that awful stadium. That's the yeah. only kind of, <laughs> but, but both West Ham and Leicester have got those kind of, you know, tin pot modern day grounds, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. King Power and uh, King Power is a little bit more compact. Good atmosphere, to be fair. Well, just them, them, them clappers. clappers yeah. Oh god! <laughs> but it gets them going, to be fair, doesn't it? It does. Get, it does. Does get them going. But yeah, it's a little bit family orientated, well, isn't it? They've got clappers and a drum. That is yeah, and a drum, pure yeah. tin pot. That is. They threw the clappers at us when we went a couple of years ago. I think it was the year they won the league. Yeah, and. I think we drew 2-2 with them and we were like a horrible pewless side, you know, like just the kind of team that, that would rock up and even with all of Leicester's momentum, we'd go and just yeah. you know, take a result off them. Um, and yeah, they, they scored. I think we went 1-0 up and then they went 2-1 just before half-time um, and they were like throwing, yeah, those those clappers at us. And of course, like you don't want one of them in the eye because no. that's a bit of bother. Yeah. I had to have a word with the steward. Or the steward had a word with me, and I basically told him what I thought of him, and uh, yeah, it was quite quite interesting. We won't get on to kind of like stadium base altercations, will we? Just as we want to be on our best behaviour. Don't after COVID, you don't exactly want a stadium ban now, do you? <laughs> I think uh, I think there's ten bankers there as well. I reckon yeah. quid each. Yeah, tenfold acre. Oh, rolling in it, particularly with a couple of draws in there as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Banker for me is Chelsea. Yeah. Tom, banker of the weekend. Because um, you said Chelsea, I'm going to go United. Yeah. Reese. It, it probably would be United for me, but I'm dead certain Leeds Everton will finish a draw. Yeah. 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 Might agree with all those shouts. Should have a bet tomorrow then. Um, lads, uh, we'll just quickly talk over a couple of other sports just to finish. Uh, cricket. 
England, of course, capitulated to a, a final day hammering uh, to India. Um, I have to say, I do actually rate um, the Indian mentality because they could have easily just tried to bat it out the day, uh, you know, with a s- sort of comp. Yeah, it would have been wouldn't have been an inconquerable score, you know, to to kind of get themselves, you know, I think they had six wickets to spare, you know, final day, try and frustrate England. But no, they actually went and had a go, put England into bat and toppled them over um, within the space of a, of a few hours. Reese, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but it was, for an England fan, it was quite a depressing watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't watch it, but I mean, you only have to scroll through Twitter and the reaction on Twitter was was not great. No. Like that, it just... I think after all the highs that, that, that the team's experienced in recent years to, to to crumble like that, and like, you know, Joe Root was clearly disappointed. and I just think you got to look at it that it just, unfortunately, it was just one of those days that just nothing went to plan. Mm. Is Virat Kohli dislikable or is he just a winner? He's just a winner, I know. He's just... When when I worked in Stoke, they they loved him in the office. Mm. They absolutely loved him. There's a lot of cricket fans in the office, and they loved him. Mm. So I I just I just think it's it, it's more of the fact that you know he's he he is a winner. He is someone who's at the top of his game. Yeah, he just is a winner. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, boxing, uh, Tom. I know you're not perhaps the biggest boxing fan. Mm. Um, there was obviously a, an event, a matchroom event last week. Uh, since it's gone to the zone, uh, you know, still a brand that's kind of finding its feet in this country. I think it'd be fair to say, compared to a, a well-known entity yeah. like Sky Sports, boxing's just a really, really kind of dead sport at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't. As you said, I'm not not the biggest fan. Don't really know a lot about it. But from the conversations that we've been having in this in this room for the past sort of two, three months about boxing. Just it, nothing to talk about, is there? Yeah, it doesn't. It's either about Logan Paul <laughs> getting his snatching his someone's cap or something, or yeah, or yeah, it it doesn't doesn't sound great. I'm looking forward to that fight though. I'm not, I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm just looking forward to see how it, seeing how it goes. Yeah. Who, who's who's? Um, it's the one of the Paul brothers, and he's fighting um, Tyron Woodley, who was a UFC. Okay. Um, welterweight yeah. uh, champion a few years ago, but he has lost like his last three, four fights, I think, in in, in UFC, yeah. and of course he's going into a, a box environment now. But to be honest, it's kind of these social media sensations, you know, I use the term loosely, <laughs> but they're they're taking advantage of a of a sport that there's clearly a lot of interest, yeah. but there's just no real sort of you know strategy or the, 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 it just seems to be kind of on its on it on its arse a little yeah. bit, you know, and you've got so many big names like AJ, Canelo, Tyson Fury, um, but like I said, the the, the the audience is there, I should say, but the the interest isn't because they just simply don't make the fights that yeah. that, that people, people want to see. Yeah. If you look at bookmaker odds, you know, when you scroll through on a on a Saturday night before you know you you, you buy your Skybox office or you watch it on Channel Four or ITV or whatever, it's just like one to two hundred shot against a 12 to 1 shot you know 1 to 50 shot against a 6 to 1 shot and it's just like you know who's won the fight how many major upsets in boxing do you see really yeah AJ Ruiz was the last major you know yeah. boxing upset and the only reason I, I the only reason that I'd, I'd pin it on that was 
at the time of that fight, I was working in a bookies. Yeah. And some guy come in, and we you, it used to be a guy that we knew who would come in for for boxing. He'd only come in and bet on the boxing. He he was a boxing nut. And he'd come in, and I, I was with my manager, and he told both of us, he said, if you're going to back anything today, back the ways to win, mm. because he's just he's going to absolutely shock the world here. Mm. Me and my boss laughed it off. We didn't realise until the next morning we'd come in and go, we could have had that at 25 to 1. Yeah, and like you look at that price, it's twenty five to one. Like you know, you never you never hear a twenty five to one boxing winner. Like no, very very few and far between. That is for sure, um, lads. We'll call it a day there. We've been going nearly an hour, so um, obviously yeah. As we reiterated earlier, make sure to head over to Ultimate Fan, uh, get playing for a chance to win a share of eight and a half thousand pounds for the Premier League weekend. Check myself, Tom and Reese out on the Ultimate Fan Fix, which is available on both YouTube and the Ultimate Fan app. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Lads, until then, we'll see you soon. Sound.